Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming to the program author Salvatore A. Esposito, and he is the author of The Sure Mercy. Salvatore, how are you? Very well, sir. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I'm just a regular blue-collar guy who loves to read and write. It seems to release some sort of endorphins when I do. I get real pleasure out of it. And I was born and raised on Long Island. At a young age, I fell in love with the diverse population on Long Island. It exposed me to so many great cultures and influences my writing even today. And when I was in high school, I had heard our military was the greatest of all melting pots, and my love for diversity and desire to further explore it really motivated me to join the armed forces. So I served in six years in the U.S. Army, including a year in Iraq, and serving as a medic with different types of folks really opened me up to all walks of life. It gave me an even better understanding of human beings than my upbringing on Long Island. And after I got out of the Army, I took a blue-collar civil service job. On the side, I began writing and about all my experiences on Long Island and in Iraq, and my first book was published by McFarland Publishing. It is my first-hand account of my combat support hospital's role in the infamous Abu Ghraib prison after the prisoner abuse scandal. And after this was published, I was encouraged by colleagues to keep writing, so I put together The Sure Mercies. So tell us about this book. It is a Christian fiction story about learning how to gain freedom from the guilt and self-condemnation over past mistakes. The hardest person to forgive is yourself. And the show mercy tells of a wounded Iraq war staff sergeant, Benjamin Ory, who visits the hometown of fallen comrade Uriah Landon to return his personal effects to his family. And one of the items is Uriah's personal journal. Brutal truths and heartbreaks in Uriah's final entries may damage the faith in many in the close-knit town. And for the sake of peace, Ben considers not revealing the journal to anyone, but having witnessed Uriah's violent death, he feels he owes it to his memory to let his final entries be read. As Ben limps painfully through Uriah's neighborhood, he wonders what he'll do, what justice might be, and what several of Uriah's loved ones must do to have self-forgiveness. However, a series of encounters keeps hindering the well-disciplined soldier. Now, who did you write your book for, specifically? Well, the book is written for anyone who is struggling with guilt or self-condemnation. I know at some point in my life, I had struggled with guilt, and I wrote the book for anyone who wants to learn how to be free of guilt or shame or anything else that might hinder your life. You know, shame can have a life-altering effect on yourself. The byproducts of shame can actually even affect the people around you. And I wrote the book for Christians, regular people, even people who aren't struggling with shame but might be struggling with it one day themselves. That's who I wrote the book for. And it could be a handy tool and a reference guide to learn how to let go of all the self-condemnation that might have a negative impact on your life and the life of those around you. Is there a minimum reading age in the book? Well, my characters are pretty much young adult age, and the main characters are in their 20s. And But since shame can affect anyone at any age, this book can apply to anyone. And I hope that everyone would consider reading it just as a reference guide in case shame ever comes up on the person. If you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's truly going to add value to the reader's life? Well, I think the one value is that no matter what mistake you have made, no matter how bad it may seem to you or to others, the sure mercies are God's no-strings-attached way to let go of all the negative 
guilty emotions that try to stay in your heart, mind, and soul. I think that would be the central message of the book. Now, if you could compare this book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Well, my book was inspired by Second Samuel and the Psalms and the Bible, and the Bible is the number one bestseller every year. And my book parallels the story of Israel's King David and Bathsheba. And Bathsheba was the wife of a soldier in David's army. And many only know King David from a Sunday school story as the young shepherd who slew the warrior Goliath with only a sling and a stone. David's life was chronicled throughout many books in the Bible, and it is said that no man was closer to God than David. But still, he could be as vulnerable to anyone when it came to temptation. And David was a warrior king who struggled mightily with shame over terrible sins and mistakes. And on many occasions, God had reassured David that he had totally and unconditionally forgiven him of everything, and that David's heir would reign on Israel's throne forever. King David wrote many of the Psalms in the Bible, but they still reveal that in spite of knowing that God had forgiven him, he still had a very hard time letting the shameful feelings he had inside go. So what was the most difficult thing about writing this book? Well, the most difficult part for me was just having to write about the death of a soldier. When I was in Iraq, I did witness the violent deaths of several of my fellow service members, and some of these men and women had actually been in the process of protecting our perimeter. So that has always been the hardest part for me. So I left those scenes out of the Shore Mercies because I had to write about the deaths of fellow soldiers in my previous nonfiction work. So that pretty much was the most difficult part for me, writing about the death of fellow service members. What was the hardest scene to write in this book? Well, the hardest scene for me to write in this book was just dealing with the personal shame and having the characters go through all that again. It kind of made me feel the same emotions of guilt and everything, and just to know that the struggle that they were having inside, that the answer to their problem was right there in front of them, but they still wouldn't embrace it because they kept hindering themselves because of the shame that they were feeling. They wouldn't allow themselves to be forgiven. It's like they kind of embraced the shame. So that was kind of the hardest part was just to relive all that stuff because I've dealt with a lot of shame in my life too. In your opinion, what's the most difficult thing about writing characters from the opposite sex? Well, for me, I'm a guy who grew up with five sisters, and I learned what the right things to say are, and I definitely learned what the wrong things to say are. I have the scars to prove it. But as much as I learned about girls and women growing up, I learned a lot, and it did help my writing, but I have to say that even though I know a lot, I still don't know everything. But for me, it's a lot easier than other writers who never grew up with sisters or who don't have a lot of experience being married. But for me, it was it's okay, but it's still not easy to <laughs> write about women. I still don't get everything right. So what period of your life do you find you write about most often? The old saying is to write about what you know. For me, I write about my years as a soldier. And you can live a lifetime in itself while serving your country. And those years gave me a lot to say. And it's like with John Steinbeck. I mean, his upbringing in the Salinas River Valley, that really influenced his award-winning works. And Ernest Hemingway, all the death that Ernest Hemingway saw in World War I, that really influenced his writing. He seemed to be chasing death in his books. But for me, my years as a soldier is really what I write about most. What about your environment or upbringing? Did that play any major role in your writing? Oh, yes. Whether I realize it or not, my upbringing on Long Island 
it can just subconsciously sneak into my writing. I grew up in a very diverse, populated area. I was exposed to so many different cultures. A lot of migrant men and women come to the towns of Long Island to find work, and I was exposed to so many different Spanish cultures, and I became an aficionado, as Hemingway would say, and I learned a lot about people and a lot about human nature, and I didn't always have good experiences. There was a lot of hate crimes committed in my town, but I also saw a lot of the good, too, and it was a really good balance. It really opened me up to people from all different walks of life and the struggles, and it really helped me to understand the struggles of men and women. So what can you tell us about your genre and why you prefer to write in that genre? Well, my first book was nonfiction, and after that I got hooked on Christian fiction. And I prefer to write Christian fiction because I like to help hapless characters apply Christian principles to their troubles and obstacles and help them overcome their troubles and obstacles through the Christian principles. It helps the characters grow and hopefully it will help the readers grow. So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing this book? I got a call from Florida from a woman who was struggling with shame over a failed marriage and a broken relationship it caused with her children. She called me after she read my book and she wanted to learn more about the sure mercies which are in the Bible. And after that, she really told me how much it turned her life around, how she was able to let go of all the guilt over her past mistakes. And now she has a new, fresh outlook on life. So that was so far been the most rewarding experience. How would you describe your writing style? I like to think that I have a style of my own. A lot of people compliment on the way that I might go off on a tangent in one paragraph. But by the next paragraph, I come back to my point, and the tangent that I went off on really brings my points home. A lot of people have complimented me on that, and I really like to think that I have style all of my own, too. But I think all writers feel that way, too. So who or what would you say influenced your writing the most? For me, I really feel a divine presence when I'm writing. For me, it's been God's Holy Spirit who influences my writing the most. And a lot of other artists, not just writers, feel the same way I do. J.R. Tolkien felt the same way, as did C.S. Lewis, and even Plato. He said he felt a divine presence flowing from him when he was putting together his works. He actually called it divine madness. So based on your experience as a writer, what's the one recommendation you would make to authors just starting out? My number one recommendation is never give up. Please keep going and keep writing. If I can do it, so can you. Just keep going, keep writing. There's a science to storytelling, and it is called the three-act structure. You can take courses on it. You can read books about it. Stay true to that three-act structure, and even if it means cutting out your favorite scenes. And staying true to the three-act structure and that science will help you put together a great story, stay disciplined to it, and also just never give up because I want to be the first person to read your work. Other than selling your book, of course, is there anything else you hope to accomplish with it? I really hope to reach the heart of hearts of people who are suffering from shame and guilt, that there is a way to let go of all those negative emotions, and you don't have to reflect back on it. I really hope to share that with everybody. You can actually not only forget those mistakes, but you can also let it go so that it cannot creep back into your conscience at a later time. You can actually help move forward and never have to look back with any uh, regret or shame. And that's the number one thing I really want to help people with. In your opinion, who should buy your book? I really don't want to sound like a sales pitch or I'm trying to sell the book. At some point in life, I think everyone's going to struggle with shame or guilt. And this story is based off of biblical principles. And I think that even if you're not struggling with guilt at one time, there may be a time that you will. And this can be a handy guide to a quick reference guide to learning how to let go of the shame and the guilt. So anyone who is struggling or anyone who is hurting, or if you know of anyone who might be hurting, this could be a good thing to have on your shelf to help combat that. Do you have a website? 
I do have an author page at Amazon. If you type in my name, both of the books will come up, and it actually includes videos and pictures of where I was in Iraq and what that work was all about as well. I actually do have a Twitter page as well. My tag name is Arthur Sal. If you can't afford a book, just hit me up on Twitter, and I will get you one out for free. Could you spell your name for us, please? Sure. It's Salvatore Esposito, S-A-L-V-A-T-O-R-E, Esposito, E-S-P-O-S-I-T-O. This has been Just Great. Our guest today has been Salvatore Esposito, and he is the author of The Sure Mercy. Salvatore, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you, sir. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Listen to some of your favorite authors every day, 24-7, by visiting theauthorshow.com. Just click on the book title and the player at the top of the page. These interviews are available to book buyers worldwide on demand. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and feel you could benefit by getting in front of your target audience with a high-quality media interview that will make a real impact, visit theauthorshow.com, fill out the form, and we may be contacting you shortly. You can also visit our audio bookstore at theaudiobookmarket.com. Join us here next time for another great book and another exciting author on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.